Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is The Fray Podcast, brought to you by TheFray.com, a place for women who want more from life. This is what I want, this is what I need, if you don't have to go. Welcome to today's episode. It is a solo podcast and I will be sharing with you a collection of recommendations. Just some things that I have found myself lately saying in real life to my girlfriends, oh my gosh, you have to read this book. I can't recommend it enough. So I have a collection of things to share with you from a book, as I mentioned, right through to some things you can do with your family, including a great family movie, as well as little thought activities you can do for yourself as well, and my favorite snack at the moment. So there's a real variety of recommendations, but hopefully there is something for everyone in this episode. Now, it is officially September, and I know I say this with every month that passes, but I can't believe how fast the year is going. I'm really excited that we're in September. I love this time of year. You can feel the cooler weather lifting. Um, I'm excited to say goodbye to layers and hello to some warmer weather and more outdoor time and just longer days as well. I love as we get toward the end of the year, the days feel so much longer. I don't know. I just, I love this time of year that we're entering. So given that it is spring, a recommendation that's not on my list, but I wanted to include is obviously a spring clean. Now this is not a hot take. Doing a spring clean is of course one of the most like common expressions when it comes to cleaning, even when it's not spring, it's like, oh, I need to do a spring clean. And it just means you're deep clean. But I wanted to suggest doing a bit of a clear out or cull of specific areas. So for me today, my goal, my little spring clean today is to spring clean my cosmetic section in the bathroom to go through, get rid of products that may have expired, things that I no longer use to actually see what I've got in there. Because I always start out with the very best of intentions and want to have a super organized and neat cosmetics makeup drawer. Then fast forward maybe two months and it is a disaster zone. I just throw things in there. There's rubbish in there. There's stuff that needs to go in the bin. So my spring clean focus is the bathroom. But your spring clean focus could be going through your handbags. If you're anything like me, you'll have bags that are just full of receipts and full of crap that you don't really need. Maybe it's spring cleaning your car, your wardrobe. I've got past episodes where I talk about editing your wardrobe um, in more detail as well. Perhaps we will link those in the show notes. 
If you feel like it's time to do a bit of a style upgrade and let go of clothing that no longer makes you feel good, that no longer fits this season of your life, do it. Because there's nothing worse than standing in front of your wardrobe and feeling like it's a wardrobe full of no's. It's really nice, I think, to be purposeful and create a space when you're getting dressed of a morning where you feel like you've got options and options that make you feel great and fit your life. So doing a wardrobe spring clean is always a great idea. I think it's something that we need to do really often, um, particularly if you have children, because your season of life is always growing and changing as your children grow and change. You know, the clothes that you wear when they're babies and toddlers will likely be quite different to what you might wear once they're at school. Maybe it is a spring clean of your kitchen, your pantry, your fridge, whatever it is. It's a great time of year to be like, you know what? We're three quarters through the year. What stuff am I not using? What stuff can we let go of? Because before we know it, it's going to be the end of the year. I'm going to be saying to you, oh my gosh, guys, it's Christmas time. So now's a good time. Okay. Official recommendations though. Number one on my list, and it's number one on my list for good reason. It is the book Fair Play. So fair as in equal, F-A-I-R, fair play. Now, probably again, not a hot take. Millions of you have heard of this book, but I hadn't. And I figure if I haven't heard of it, um, as someone who is always in and out of bookstores, then there's definitely people listening who also haven't heard of it. So Fair Play, and in the words of Reese Witherspoon, Fair Play is a hands-on guide for navigating the hot button issues that so many families struggle with. It is a New York Times bestseller. Um, It's a game-changing solution for when you have too much to do and more life to live. So Fair Play is a book by Eve Rodsky. And the premise of this book um, is to really make the invisible domestic load visible. So when I say domestic load, it's all of the things that we do to keep a household running Um, and not just the domestic tasks, not just the cleaning and the paying of bills and the stocking of the food and the making of meals, all of that stuff. The domestic load, like that invisible load that so many of us are carrying around includes scheduling appointments for kids, school uniforms, um, everything. Like there's too many things to list. And this is the thing, right? This is the thing with the invisible load because we haven't actually sat down. So many of us haven't sat down and realized all of the stuff that we are managing and micromanaging. It's like we don't even know what it is that we're doing. We just know that we're tired all the time and we're doing a lot. Now, there are, of course, so many different dynamics in relationships, but often in a hetero relationship with a cis male and a cis female, often the majority of the domestic load falls upon the female. And so too often, someone in the relationship is doing more of the heavy lifting 
And it's just assumed that it will go on to that person. It's just a done thing that one person will manage all of those areas. And it's not like that for every relationship. You know, most healthy relationships in this day and age really are a team effort. You know, one person will manage maybe the money stuff and then another person will maybe manage more of the kids stuff. But there's just so much stuff. And again, because it's not named, like stuff just doesn't do it justice. But we're all doing a lot. And so this book, Fair Play, is shining a light on those tasks that go unnamed and like the tasks that you just don't think about delegating to anyone else. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to feeling busy. Like you've got so much to do, but if someone was to say to you, what can I do? Like, what can I take off your plate? It's almost like you don't even know what they can do because you haven't realized the weight of everything you're doing. So this book really shines a light on equality in relationship when it comes to the domestic load. Now, I picked up this book because now having like Brendan and I living together, this is a new dynamic in like, oh, who's going to do what and what is fair play? I find myself naturally, and again, I say naturally, but I don't know whether that's like a natural nurturing instinct or whether it's a natural inclination because of societal norms and things that were modeled for me growing up. But I found myself when Brendan first moved in really noticing my domestic load had increased because I was doing more for another person in the house. And these are things that he never asked me to do, but it's just like, oh, I just presume, like assume that's my task. I'll do that. I'll take on that. I'll take on that. But then Brendan would say to me, like, please don't do that. I don't expect you to do that. And anyway, it just got me thinking, isn't it interesting how often we want to caretake for people in our life when they're really so capable of doing stuff on their own and how uncomfortable it can be to have people caretake for us or to even speak up and say, hey, I need you to do this. But these are the conversations, you know, that have been happening and not in a serious way at all, but just in the way of like me saying to Brendan, hey, if you can be in charge of this, that, and dit, 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 that would be super because then I can focus on this, dit, 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 and his willingness um, to just join in and make it a team effort has been so, so beautiful. But this book, Fair Play, I think is a must read for absolutely anyone who lives with a partner or perhaps want to, wants to live with a partner at another stage during their life. There is an actual gamification part of the book as well. So it's a great play on words, fair play, but it's about creating these cards and delegating who's holding what cards so that you know that things are getting taken care of. And I know it doesn't sound like a very sexy topic to discuss, but I think that it is because if you're doing everything for someone, inevitably you'll start to resent them and perhaps feel like you're looking after another child, and that's going to kill your sex life as well. I think it's so sexy 
actually taking responsibility. I know that sounds strange, but I don't know, like it just seems at first it's not a very appealing conversation to have, but it's such a beneficial one to have for the longevity and vitality um, of your romantic connection, I imagine. So that is Fair Play by Eve Rodsky. It's very easy to read as well. She shares stories, but they're succinct, to the point. It's just an easy, easy read. Fair play. Next up, I really cannot recommend enough if you have kids, even if you don't have kids, if you've got nieces or nephews, um, but I cannot recommend enough planning a night away with just one of your kids if you have more than one. This is something I wish I have done more with the boys, but I just haven't had the um, support to do it in terms of just, yeah, the extra set of hands to have the other child. But taking each of the boys away for a night on their own, it's just such an incredible thing to do. I've recently taken one away for a night and he chose to go and stay in the city And yeah, so we stayed in Brisbane City. We went to a comic book store. I surprised him by taking him on a sunset cruise on the Brisbane River. And I did that because last time we were in Brisbane, he was so lit up, visibly lit up by just being out and about in the city lights as it got dark. And he talks a lot about buildings and he says, you know, he wants to be an engineer when he grows up. And he just seems to really fit in with the city life. So we went on our sunset cruise. It was really cute. Went for about an hour and a half on the Brisbane River. They brought around like a little um, like a little platter for us to share. And it was just nice. I think particularly given that the boys are twins, but your kids don't have to be twins to benefit from this. But particularly because my boys don't know life any other way other than being part of an identical twin bond. So for them to each just have my sole focus for a 24 hour period and for them to not be a twin, like to walk into a room and not have someone say to them, oh, there's two of you. Just to be an only child, I guess I could see that he really, really enjoyed it. Then we went on the electric scooters around Brisbane, like in the botanical parklands And then we went back to the room, we got an ice cream on the way, and we had a late night sitting up watching a movie. I know that will be a night he really remembers for a long time because he still talks about the last time we went on a night away, and that was years ago. So if you have kids, it doesn't have to be a massive fancy night away. You can look at cabins, um, whatever is realistic for you. It might even be doing a house swap with a family member. If you live in the city and you have a family member in the country, can you take one of your kids out for a farm stay for 24 hours if that's realistic, if booking a hotel right now doesn't work for you? A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. And even if you can't get away for a full night, 
planning a date night or a date afternoon with one of your kids where you do something that you know is purely for them. And this, like this night away, I'll always remember it. It was the night that, you know, as we were scootering, he said to me, hey, mom, I have to ask you something. I want to know, is Santa Claus really real? And so we had this conversation that like, I'll always remember that. And I can imagine myself when he grows up being like, you found out at eight that Santa Claus wasn't real. You know, obviously I think he's had suspicions, but um, yeah, I don't know. It was just so nice. Just the conversation, the focus, the affection, and to just really marvel in him, which sounds odd, I guess, but life is busy and you forget to really marvel at your children and how much they've changed. So again, I can't recommend that enough. And the movie that we watched that night is actually my next recommendation. And that's the second time we've seen it. And it's a family movie. It's called Ron Goes Wrong. If you have little ones, watch this movie with them. I found it to be such a poignant children's movie Ron Goes Wrong it's about it's animated and it's about how all of these children have these bebots these robots and the robots are essentially like our phones they curate feeds they curate experiences it's about following people via these robots it's not so much about real friendships and of course real friendship is the underlying theme and it unfolds but there's so many great like talking points with your children that you can continue the conversation after the movie. And not just for kids, but even for me, I found myself being like, yep, okay. I can see how the algorithm of my phone impacts my reality. So it's a brilliant one. Ron goes wrong. All right, next up and kind of in line with earlier when I was talking about culling and clearing out your wardrobe. Something I can't recommend enough is to have in your wardrobe, wardrobe, excuse me, an oversized white button up top. Like think long sleeve, button up, collar, linen maybe, or a similar fabric. You could even have it in a silky fabric as well, which I'm on the hunt for at the minute. But I just find having an oversized white button-up to be such an incredibly versatile addition to any wardrobe. Brilliant if you are breastfeeding, brilliant over swimmers during summer, tucked into denim shorts or jeans with heels, tucked into a skirt. It's just something that you can layer. You can wear them under overalls, wear it undone. I just find if you've got something like this in your wardrobe, you really will wear it to death. I think a big oversized style is flattering as well um, if you're comfortable in that style. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I love having one in my wardrobe. I picked up another one recently, just a cheapy, and it's really oversized. I can get away just wearing it almost as a dress on its own. But I had it on around the house and I thought I always just feel fresh in a white button-up. It's something that I can't recommend enough having in your wardrobe. So go on the hunt for one that you feel good in because there are all different sorts of cuts. Some have pockets, some the arms are really loose, some have those little um, 
like tab things so that you can roll it and secure it whereas others don't and it depends how you're going to wear it how long you want it how much fabric it's going to have but I have two I have one that's really oversized one that's a little bit shorter for going into um, straight leg jeans and things like that but if you are doing a wardrobe spring clean seriously consider going on the hunt for a great oversized white blouse button up I don't think that you'll regret it. Next up, and again, I guess keeping in theme of clearing out my makeup drawer, a makeup product that I swear by. And I shared this product like five years ago and I still have people messaging me and saying, oh my gosh, I've been using that mascara since you shared it. It is Extend Lash by Mco Beauty. It's a tubular mascara and full disclosure, I work with them. Um, I've been a brand partner with them, but they are not sponsoring this mention at all. I buy this product. Occasionally they'll send it to me if I'm doing a video or something for them. But this is a product that whenever I'm in Woolworths, I will stock up. But you don't need to go to Woolies because I do have a code to share with you. So if you want to try Extend Lash or if you're already a big fan and you want to stock up and save, use my code FRAE, F-R-A-E 20, for 20% off. If you just punch MCO, so like just M-C-O Beauty, into your Google search there, your Safari, MCO Beauty Online will come up. Search for Extend Lash, add as many to cart as you can, and use that code FRAE 20. It's a tubular mascara, And you might remember me showing you the like removal of this mascara years ago online. I think it was on Snapchat, but when you apply it, it coats your individual lashes and it really opens them, adds visible length, visible thickness. And it's just like it wears all day. You can cry in it, you can work out in it and it stays put. But at the end of the day, when you're in the shower, after you've just washed your face, if you just run your fingers like you're... Um, I guess it's your pointer finger and your thumb lightly over your lashes. It removes the tubes. You see the actual tubular parts coming off your lashes so gently. It is effective. I think it's one of Emco Beauty's best-selling products and for good reason because it is super affordable. It's a cheap product. Basically, it's a cheap product in terms of how much it costs, but the quality is so high end. And I think a great mascara makes a world of difference because it opens up your eyes. You know, I am very much into a very bare look at the moment. So I'll put a teeny tiny bit of foundation on maybe, or a bit of concealer under my eyes, two coats of lash extend. And it's like having false lashes on, Like it really does give you that eyelash drama and impact, but it feels good on your eyes. Don't feel your lashes, excuse me, don't feel really stiff. You know how some mascaras make your lashes feel like crunchy? This one doesn't. They just look like beautiful, long, natural lashes. So Extend Lash by Emco Beauty. Grab it online with that code FRAY20. Next up. I have a reminder on my phone. It's on my computer right now in front of me. I have it there permanently because it looks like a notification. And I've shared this in the past as well, but I wanted to share it again because it is something I have in real life that makes a real difference 
to my day and my practice of checking in with myself. And so the reminder says, how do I feel? What do I need? As women, we are so good at silencing our own feelings. You know, back to that episode that I did recently on emotional eating, eating can be a way of silencing your feelings. We're often taught from such a young age, we're conditioned, be good, be quiet, be compliant. A lot of us aren't told the importance of really checking in and knowing how are we feeling moment by moment. And that's not to mean that we need to follow every whim, you know, like you don't need to follow every thought or every feeling, but being cognizant of how you're feeling in the moment is such a gift because then you're not going on to engage in unhelpful or silencing behaviors that then end up doing more damage in the long term or keep you in a suffering loop. So how do I feel? What do I need? That reminder on my phone is such a great circuit breaker. When I'm picking up my phone, whether that's to respond to a text message or to scroll mindlessly, it's a little prompt. Oh, how do I actually feel about this response? Oh, how do I really feel in this moment where I'm going to scroll on social media? And what do I need? Do I need to send this response right now? Or do I need a glass of water? Do I need a hug? Do I need a couple of deep breaths? So ask yourself, how do I feel? What do I need? Create a reminder that pops up on your phone. You can have it pop up. Mine is set for midday, but I just don't cancel out of it. So it is an ongoing notification that sits on my home screen. It's just a really good prompt. And sometimes we need those system hacks. Now, speaking of hacks, I wanted to share with you a little snack that I am obsessed with. And I say it's a hack because again, when we're busy, it's really tempting to reach for foods that just feel good in the moment, but might not sustain us, you know, for a couple of hours or really satisfy our hunger. So I am all for having a very organized fridge with things in there that feel good, like in your body and taste good as well. So the last couple of days I've been making these like chia pudding yogurt pot things, I guess. I don't really know what to call it. I need a better name. And I'm sure so many of you have made these before or had these in the past, but you know how you just go through stages where you get obsessed with a snack and you have it and then you forget. So I'm using coconut yogurt, chia seeds, and then frozen mango, frozen passion fruit. So I'm getting my glass jars, putting that stuff all together. And you can add as much mango or as much passion fruit, change the berries up as you like. But I've just been really craving that kind of spring summery mango citrusy kind of taste rather than berries. And so the frozen passion fruit is great because it gives that zesty tang and then the mango is so nice and sweet stir it all together you can add as many chia seeds or as little chia seeds as you like but chia seeds when you place them into liquid or yogurt they go almost a little bit gelatinous and they can give a really nice texture where it adds like a a density 
to whatever you've put the chia seeds in, like that pudding kind of texture. So it makes it taste like a dessert and I'll just set mine overnight and then have them the next day. And they're so, so yummy. They remind me of those dessert yogurts that I always used to get when I was a flight attendant at the airport. You know, the really thick, super creamy, super sweet passion fruit yogurts that you might see maybe in service stations or at the airport. It tastes like that, but you don't have that sugary um, overload crash at the end, even though it is sweet. So I recommend having those yogurt pots in the fridge, coconut yogurt, mango, passion fruit, chia seeds, mix it all up, let it set for a couple of hours and enjoy. So, so good. Next up, again, not a revolutionary recommendation, but Facebook marketplace for things like right through from designer dresses to used gym equipment that you can use at home. I find Facebook marketplace can be really, really great as long as you're not in a super urgent hurry. <laughs> but I will often just check in marketplace and I'll have a look at brands that I love, like maybe Maury and Eve or um, Beck and Bridge. I just bought a Beck and Bridge dress for like a quarter of the price of what it would have been brand new and it's still got so much life left in it. So don't be afraid to use good old Facebook marketplace um, when it comes to finding a bargain or yeah, bits and bobs, gym equipment, stuff you can make over. You can even then go on to resell it if you wanted to as well. What else have I got here on my list? I think I've pretty much gone through everything, but I thought in real time I would pull up my podcast app and tell you some podcasts I've been listening to. Um, and you guys might enjoy some of these as well. So I have listened to all of the teacher's trial. I listened to the teacher's pet as well. It's a podcast by The Australian about the investigation into the disappearance of Lynn Dawson, which um, Chris Dawson, her husband at the time, has now been found guilty of her murder. It's an absolutely shocking story. And it's so great now that justice is being served, upheld, albeit 40 years later. It's devastating. It's taken this long. But The Teacher's Pet was a brilliant podcast. I don't know whether it will be available again soon. They took it down during the actual trial, but The Teacher's Trial was great as well because it just kept you updated with that trial. So if you enjoy true crime podcasts, you might really like that one. And in a similar vein, Crime Analyst is another one that I've been listening to. It's a podcast by a lady uh, called Laura Richards. She is so wonderful, incredibly educated, well-spoken, thoughtful, and so passionate, particularly about domestic violence, coercive control, and examining different murder cases and crimes that have taken part. It's a really eye-opening podcast, so that's Crime Analyst. Looking at the things I've listened to recently, I'm definitely back on my real crime um, phase. It's so fascinating that so many people are fascinated 
by true crime. I heard a theory that was along the lines of, you know, true crime is really appealing for so many women to listen to because it's a way that we can face our fears because as women, we're so much more vulnerable in society and it is a way to kind of face our fears in a morbid, morbid way. I don't know if that uh, theory holds water for everyone, but it, it did stick in my mind. So those are the main ones I've been listening to lately. Just scrolling through. Shandy's Story is another Australian podcast, which again, true crime. Sorry if you're not into true crime. These are all my wrecks. Um, just listening to that. It's a really, really hard listen. It's devastating and it's shocking. There are so many injustices and holes in the system that they uncover, thankfully, during this investigation into the murder of a very young woman by the name of Shandy. So yeah, that's they're the main podcasts I've personally been listening to. I haven't been listening to a lot. I've been listening to audiobooks more so lately and just music as well. I go through stages where I feel like I need to listen to a lot of podcasts, but over the last couple of weeks, um, I've gone through some harder things personally and I just haven't wanted anything heavy or yeah, weighty to listen to. So I've been trying to listen to just lighter stuff and also just be in the silence and be with my thoughts and feelings. So those are a couple of recommendations for those of you who are interested. Let me know if you enjoy this style of episode. I really do appreciate your feedback. I also recommend if you like the podcast, if you enjoy following on social media to join the close friends list. If you're not on the close friends list yet, jump over to Instagram. You can find me at Kylie Camps on any of the photos. Go the most recent one, whatever the most recent post is. Just comment close friends, please. And we will add you to that close friends list. I'm super active over there at the moment. It feels really nice and safe on that list as well. And it's so nice to get your feedback. You know, just last night I was looking at feedback and there were some people say, uh, one lady saying she really doesn't find the podcast as enjoyable as much anymore because it feels like there's too much of a a variety of topics. You know, like one week it might be a guest, then the next week it might be an episode like this. And so that made me think, oh, should I do themed episodes? And then I put that out there, but so many people said, no, it's great having a mix, but it's just helpful and interesting to hear insights as long as they're done like respectfully I'll always listen to people's feedback. So I would love to have you over on Close Friends. I appreciate you listening to the podcast. If you haven't yet subscribed, please do. And I look forward to speaking with you soon. Keep an ear out for Sunday's episode. Sunday's episode has Brendan in it and we're talking about blending a family. And I think it's just a really nice episode, particularly for Father's Day. So thanks again for listening and I'll speak with you soon and I'll see you over on Close Friends. This is what I want, this is what I need. If you don't have to go, I can set you free. Are you gonna make a move? Are you gonna come and see? Whatever you wanna do, you know what's cool.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.